This is the moment you waited for. <laughs> DJ Chopper just changed, come in right back through the door. <laughs> Bringing you an awesome show, you simply can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you. It's only this moment, don't care what can gather. Your fever dream, can't you see? Getting closer. Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open. It's a picture in the pulpit and your blind devotion. There's something breaking at the brick of every wall, it's holding all that you know. So tell me, do you want?
Mr. DJ, where are you? Bounce Effect with DJ Choppers.
and welcome back to That's Done with me, DJ Choppers. So, I hope you enjoyed the show last week. Here is 50s Rock and Roll Edition. Yeah, brand new show with uh, Rory Dalvin to a different era of music. So, yeah, you all know 50s music very close to my heart. So, I hope you all enjoyed it and uh, went on a journey back through time. Back to the history of of that genre, sorry, yeah. Now, this week I'm back with the DJ Chopper Show 10. But it's gonna be the DJ Chopper Show, but with a difference. Because it is officially the third anniversary of Mark's phone today. Episode 156 marks the official third anniversary. So today's show is going to be a bit different because I'm going to be playing a clip from uh, some of our archives. So I'm, going to, I'm still going to go in the time machine and uh, he's going to take us back to some of the shows. And uh, after, after I've played some of the clips, I'll... I'll be back to speak a bit about the shows. Now, yeah. The Maltstead Time Machine is going to be taking us back through the archives. Now, instead of me putting years 1950 to 2023 in, I'm going to click the archive button in the, in the Time Machine, and then, yeah, I'll see where it takes us back to. Now, all it's left to do is pull this lever on my right hand side, press this big red button, but before we set off, I just need to do some housekeeping. So, get yourselves ready. That's in your seatbelts, because it's going to be uh, quite a bumpy ride. Is uh, it's traveling through time space can be quite bumpy. So, Make sure you keep your arms and legs in the time machine at all times. Otherwise you'll end up discombobulated and we don't want that. And if for whatever reason you see your younger self, under no circumstances should you approach them. Because it could be cause ripples in the time continuum. Right now and in the future. And it can alter the future in a phenomenon called the butterfly effect. So, them are the rules. So, without further ado, let's go and get our journey underway and see which the archives it's going to take us back to. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you in a bit because uh, you'll be playing some clips from our, from our archive shows. So, Enjoy this uh, bit of a segment, and then I'll be back later on.
13 covers not covers from the 9th of October 2020 Shall I pop the kettle on? Oh yeah, go on. Nice cup of tea. Listen to Bounce FM. Come on, see. And join us for a cup of tea. This week, even if I do say so myself, I've got a great show lined up for you. Because I'm going to be playing covers of songs you thought were actually original versions. I will also play covers that are in fact better than the original. But prepare to have your minds blown. See if you can work out which are the originals and which are the covers. Can as I play each song. For each original, I'll play a short clip of the cover you know and love to help you jog your memory. Help make you think, ah yeah, that's how I recognise that song. Can you love the length of each song to work it out? Good luck. I'll start with an easy one. Here is Mambo number five. By Pires Prado.
I'm sure you guessed that one right. That was, of course, the original version. Because it was uh, covered by Lou Vega. Okay. Lou Vega's career can be summed up by Mambo number five. But before Monica, Erica, Rita, Tina, Sandra, Mary and Jessica, you need a little bit of Cuban band leader, Pires Prado, whose 1949 composition provided the skeleton for Lou Vega. A little bit of Monica in my life A little bit of Erica by my side A little bit of Rita's all I need A little bit of Tina's what I see A little bit of Sandra in the sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Get that toast on with a nice food. Can listen to Mount FM. Episode 35 Samples from the 19th of March 2021. I'm doing a bit of a different show. Um, it's samples so okay, I'm gonna play a few songs like that you know and love and then I'm gonna play the songs that they were sampled from so get yeah, there's quite a few good ones can even the songs that have been sampled are really good songs so get yeah, good mixture of music today a bit of like classic hip-hop so, not your new uh, banging stuff, but some classic hip-hop. And then, there's some cl- classic indie tracks, which have um, sampled different songs. So yeah, quite really enjoy this show. Okay, it's a bit of a trip down Education Street, so... Yeah, enjoy this podcast. So, to get started, I've got... The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. And then after that, I'm going to play the song I sampled. The sample is actually on a song by an artist called Lobby Sifri, a jazz artist. The song is called I Got The. Dot, dot, dot. So, yeah. See, you can notice. Where the sample is in this sort of those songs. So yeah, here's these songs. Come back in a minute. Enjoy these. Kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? And Dr. Dre said, 
Nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. <laughs> Feminist women love Eminem. Chicka, 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 slim shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him walking around, grabbing his you-know-what, flipping the you-know-who. Yeah, but he's so cute, though. Yeah, I probably got a couple of screws up in my head loose, but no worse than what's going on. Sometimes I wanna get on TV and just let loose, but can't. But it's cool for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. My bum is on your lips, my bum is on your lips. And if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. And that's the message that we deliver to little kids and expect them not to know what a is. Of course they're gonna know what is. By the time they hit fourth grade, they got the Discovery Channel. Don't they? We ain't nothing but mammals. Well, some of us cannibals who put other people open like cantaloupes. But if we can hunt dead animals and antelopes, then there's no reason that a man and another man can't elope. But if you feel like I feel, I got the antidote. I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records Well I do, so f*** him and too You think I give a about a Grammy? Half of you critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. But Slim, what if you win? Wouldn't it be weird? Why? So you guys can just lie to get me here so you can sit me here next to Britney Spears? Christina Aguilera better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over first. Little put me on blast on MTV. Yeah, he's cute, but I think he's married to Kim. <laughs> I said download our audio on MP3 and show the whole world how you gave him an MP. You little girl and boy groups, all you do is annoy me So I have been sent here to destroy you And there's a million of us just like me Who cuss like me, who just don't give a f*** like me Who dress like me, walk, talk, and act like me And just might be the next best thing, but not quite me I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Please stand up, please stand up Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes I'm the real Shady All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up Cause I'm only giving you things you joke about with your friends inside your living room The only difference is I got the balls to say it in front of y'all And I don't gotta be false or sugarcoated at all I just get on the mic and spit it and whether you like to admit it I just better than 90% of you rappers out kid Then you wonder how can kids eat up these albums like It's funny cause at the rate I'm going when I'm 30 I'll be the only person in a nursing home flirty Into nursing when I'm for and I'm But this whole bag of isn't working And every single person is a slim shady lurking He could be working in Burger King's on your onion rings, or in the parking lot circling, screaming, I don't give a f with his windows down and the system up. So will the real shady please stand up and put one of those fingers on each hand up and be proud to be out of your mind and out of control? And one more time, loud as you can, how does it go? I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating. So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Please stand up, please stand up. Cause I'm Slim Shady, yes, I'm the real shady. All you other Slim Shadies are just imitating. So won't the real Slim Shady please Slim Shady and all of us.
Oh, they don't make music like they used to, you know. These days it's all boom, boom, boom. Canal to tune. There's no direction. Chorus at one direction. They don't even play instruments. Like they did back in my day. Episode 48, Grand Theft Wheelchair. DJ JT show from the 18th of June 2021. You now listen to the sounds of JT on Bounce FM. Oh yeah. Grand Theft Wheelchair, Jam City. Yo, 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 welcome to Jam City. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, welcome to Jam City, y'all. Yeah, walk, walk. Welcome to Jam City, yo. You're gonna die. Welcome to Jam City. You now listen to the sound of JT. Sit back and then relax. Oh yeah, baby. Jam City is here for you. After many years in the Mediterranean, in the club scene of Ibiza, DJ JT returned to Jam City, where he was born. And in Jam City, he hopes to become a superstar DJ. But he must evade his past. He must not allow his previous dark life to come back and haunt him. And on his way he's returned, he had had a terrible accident and ended up in a wheelchair. So he must make his way up to the top of the world in the Jam City. Well hello guys and welcome to another show. 
this is a very special show. I'm very much looking forward to it. It's called Grand Theft Wheelchair Jam City. And it's based around the soundtracks to the Grand Theft Auto games. This game, uh, Grand Theft Auto itself, the franchise started in 1997. And it's still going strongly now. And there are rumours of a new game. So, the game I'm going to start with is Grand Theft Auto 5, which is the most recent one that's been out. And this came out in 2013, which I can't believe because it only seems like yesterday. So, um, yeah, it's a really good game and I've very much spent a lot of hours playing it. Um, so, let's get these tracks on the go and then I'll be back with you. Episode 77, James Bond theme countdown. Man and J- DJJT joint show. 
from the 14th of January 2022. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, great, got number one, and great, my favourite film, one of the favourite songs, is Louis Armstrong, with Her Majesty's Secret Service, and we are, we have all the time in the world. Oh, what a song. And, and I realise, and in No Time To Die, can't start the actually... Yeah, actually, hear a bit of this music. Oh yeah, I remember yeah when they're driving around yeah, through the mountains. It's a nice touch that. Oh yeah, it's um, what a song this is. I mean, this is one of them again. The the, the, the tune to it, it's got that James Bond feel to it. Hasn't it? Yeah, Definitely. it's all throughout the film. Can I just thought because it's like a nice touch in No Time to Die. Can it? Because like made it became a full circle. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So. Cause out of the full story arc, and I say it's like the um, I love the symphony in it as well. You know, in the background, it's got a, such a great sound to it. Yeah, Louis Armstrong is really good. Yeah, definitely. So, um, just the voice in it, his voice is just amazing. Yeah, and this this is it. The film, one of the, the film where James Bond gets married, and uh, yeah, so. It's based on the 1963 novel by Ian Fleming. And uh, following John Connery's decision to retire after You Only Live Twice, they selected George Lazenby, who at the time was a model with no prior acting credits, to play the part of Bond. And during that, the maker of the film, Lazenby announced that he would play the role of Bond only once. And I thought that was a shame because he was really good. He suited the part well. I suppose then as well, like, I suppose... Oh, he weren't really an actor, was he, so... I mean, and to be fair, what a claim. You know, a, a claim I once starred as James Bond. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't even an actor, but I starred as Bond. Yeah, that's just like... You know, imagine just being able to say that to people. Yeah, and in the sun, the car he drove, actually, I'm geeking out a bit now. What, got no time to die, when he goes back to London, and uncovers the car, gets his car in his film. Oh. Aston Martin. What, can't remember what make it is. Yeah, I think I know the one you mean, though. It's like a black one, and it was like a, a square. It was more like a BMW. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I'll stop the uh, rabbiting on about. Yeah. Uh, bond now. Commit to the target to about it. Yeah. So, so this is a good good yeah. choice, Mark. I like it. So we'll play Louis Armstrong, and then we'll be back to say goodbye. Can tell you what's coming up. So enjoy this track. Can 
See you in a few moments. Episode 99 Urban John's Sick List DJ JT's first show of hip hop From the 17th of June 2022 uh, Let's get ready to This show's for top MCs, hip-hop bodies, 
at all kinds of hobies. Bringing the urban beats from the streets, the recording studios, to your ears. This is Bounce FM, and you're here with me, DJ JT. You don't stop. You don't stop. Never eat your pig, cause your pig is a cop. I got the rap patrol on the gap patrol. Ladies love me long time, like two pops on. Like bro, like so, like dro, like so. And if you don't know, now you know. You know I got so. Like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat When the streets keep calling Heard it when I was sleep T-O-M-P-T-O-M I see mom in the streets This is my part Nobody else speaks Hip-hop, 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 hip-hop. 
Urban Jam's hit list. Oh, yes. So my uh, brand new show is finally here, guys. And uh, it's all going to be focused on hip-hop and R&B. So um, I I hope the you R&B lovers and hip-hop lovers out there will really enjoy this show. But also, um, I would like to include people that um, may not begin to hip-hop straight away, but um, I think this show might give you a bit of a taster of that. So, yeah. So, yeah, so this is um, my uh, brand new show, which I'm going to be bringing to you every two months. Yeah, so it's a, a new thing that started. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So it's going to be a hit list of a lot of different music. Um, obviously, we'll feature artists from America. And we'll also feature artists from the UK. And uh, from many, many other places uh, around the world. So I'm really looking forward to this show. So um, I just played for you then my brand new jingle, which I hope you enjoyed. There's a little bit of a, a rap or verse in there because uh, I do like to um, try to experiment and uh, do some rapping myself, which I have done in the past. Uh, I won't say I'm the best at it, but it's, uh, it's something that I enjoy. Yeah, so I just played for you uh, a mashup of the 40 years of hip-hop. And uh, that song I thought was really good. Because it kind of highlights uh, many of the superstar artists uh, from the early days of the pioneers to um, modern day artists. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that, and I just think it really blended well together. Episode one hundred thirty in session with the Messians from. The 24th of March 2023. The introduction stage with Bounce FM.
Welcome to Mount Ben. Yeah, please just start by introducing yourselves and who you are yeah, and where, where you're from and that. What instrument so you play? Thank you so much for having us, bro. We uh, we are the Mercians. So you've got me. I'm Matt, the uh, the lead singer, and then you've got. I'll let him introduce himself. And my name's Harry. I'm the bassist. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and. Uh, so, I'm, you're right, you're, from, you're both from uh, the badge from Leicester. Yes, that's correct, mate. Yeah, Leicester. We're uh, we're sort of middle, all Midlands-based, like, but Leicester is where most of us are from. Just one of us is like Tamworth way, but the rest of us are all Leicester, yeah. Nice one. So, first of all, I, w- I would just like to say that I've been really enjoying the latest single, O Double Seven, and... And with that, it sounds like you've put a lot of hard work into producing this song. And that's not just my opinion, but also uh, BBC Midlands. Yeah, so it must have been a proud yeah. moment for you to get on there, wasn't it? Yeah, man, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. It's um, it's doing really, really well, to be fair, compared to the, the three or four singles we've had. I mean, everything we've released has done pretty well. Um, yeah. Just saying we don't have any like, we don't have any promoters or distribution or anything. Um, but yes, yeah, uh, in the first couple of days, it's like hit two and a half thousand streams, which is it's flying. People seem to love it. Uh, we're really proud of it. It's uh, it's a little bit different to what we've done before. But to be honest, I don't think any of our songs are too similar in, in a sense. They, they've all got our sound, but they're not like they're you know they're all they're all very different. So it was nice to come out with a bit of a slow one, and you know we were a bit nervous to see how people would take to it. But um, I think uh, I think people love it. So. Yeah, I think I do like the slower songs actually because there's a, a similar band to you guys, I think, they're called The Claws. And they, yeah. they, they're oh, yeah. usually quite heavy, but they did a slow song. I think yeah, it, it, shows, it shows like how it, you're arranged. Like you can yeah, go from like heavy this. to, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. But no, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. Everybody else seems to be as well, so uh, we're, we're, we're buzzing. Yeah, 
<laughs> it was really fun to make as well, wasn't it? Because obviously, because it's a bit slower and not so like uh, in your face. Yeah. It was like, I mean, like the strings that you can hear in the background, like f- figuring that out and doing all that kind of stuff was really fun as well. Like it was, yeah, full stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. No, I was wondering where, where did the, your band name, the Mercians, come about? Um, well, I was so, guessing uh, it's from like the Kingdom of Mercia. Yeah, that's correct. So the the Anglo Saxons that took the uh, the Midlands all those years ago when 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 they took England, they they, they were called the Mercians, and that's why like Tamworth is like the heart of Mercia, and Joe's from Tamworth, and we're from the Midlands. So the idea was we needed a name that sort of carried a story and carried a motive yeah. and the motive is obviously to win the, Mid- the midlands over and become the biggest band in in these parts and then obviously conquer the rest of the uk as we go but you know it kind of fit the bill really and uh you know it, it was it was difficult we had a load of different names but i think um i think picking the mercians was the the right the right choice for sure yeah well, i think it makes make sense as well and like mercia was uh, probably one of the biggest parts of the uk so it was yeah and i mean if we can conquer it now we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're laughing so it's um yeah you're to something well sure. my my uh my, my half brother's act was actually in the the mason regiment in the army as well so <laughs> like, as soon as i saw like that you recommended it was like i like it already with the name and stuff like that so <laughs> I That's think good. isn't isn't our lead guitarist wasn't his dad in the in the Mercian Regiment? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that might be where the idea came from. Yeah, it's all like weaved together, hasn't it? Like yeah. it's uh, one big story. So it's a it's a good. We wanted a name which like reflected who we are and what we're about, and we do love the Midlands. So it was just a real good way of like just straight off the bat with the name. Everybody knows what we're about. Yeah. So exactly did, that. Uh, did 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 you you two always wanted to be in abandoned? Uh, how did you end up getting into it? Like, have you always to loved honest, music? It's quite obvious. Yeah, I always love music. It's it's fairly new to me, to be honest. All the other lads have been in bands and 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 sort of been in the industry for for years. But I only started singing like, like two years ago um off the back of like i've always sang but i've never sang in front of anybody and then one christmas night drank a bit too much red wine and had a little bit of a sing um my my partner's um auntie at the time was um was very musical and she stopped everybody and said uh i can hear someone that's actually all right and she dragged me to a vocal coach the next day and the rest was history so i say i'd always wanted to be in music but i mean i don't even know if a band was on was on the cards and then one thing led to another and somehow two or three years later here we are it's uh, it's been a bit of a story to be fair yeah and, uh, what, what about you harry uh i mean instruments ever since i was younger like matt I've always loved music. Like, I don't think I know one person that doesn't like music, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, but, like, playing bass, like, I always just love bass. It's just, oh, something about it. It's just, like, the heartbeat of a song. That's the best way I can put it. But, um, but no, so I was in, like, a few bands when I was younger, but you kind of, when you make music with people, you have to be on the same wavelength. Yeah. And I think that's what most people find hard to find. Like, anybody can just make music 
but trying to do it collaboratively with other people is always quite difficult. Yeah, but, um, you, don't, you don't really want creative differences, do you? That's the issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when, um, well, when these lads spoke to me, I was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And they were all really great lads and we were all on the same page. And I was like, you know what? This is it. This is the one. <laughs> It was really nice uh, looking over the last few years of thoughts of them. Yeah, we had we had a, a show for them each year that we've been running. And some of the, the some of my my favourite best bits there, so I really enjoyed the archives, I, I really enjoyed putting that together. Like I said, it's always good to look back on where we've come from. So now on the other side of it the next jingle yeah it will be stranded songs with a, a special guest the lead singer of the masons matt Comodato, who did stranded songs with me a few weeks ago and yeah now i'm about to wear it so it's uh, quite an apt way to be the third anniversary show with a with a quite a good standard song very interesting a lot of insights in what it's like to be a vocalist and all that so yeah enjoy stranded songs uh, so i'll see you in a minute uh, and then after stranded songs i'll tell you what we've got with up in the next few weeks so yeah see you on the other side Mods of the Stranded Songs Mods of Welcome back to the second part of the DJ Chopper Show Number 10 so now we're on Stranded Songs. And today I've got, I've got a special guest with me. And it's Matt out of the Masons, the lead singer of the Masons. And we actually interviewed um, a couple of months back. And yeah, and it's uh, quite a big big thing for me to get, to get uh, a new artist on. And uh, it's the first time I've actually got uh, a lead singer on the band to do to do standard songs with me so that's exciting well before we get on with the interview and uh, introduce to Matt I'll just give you uh, a rundown of the format so you know what to expect so each time I do standard songs I will have a special standard guest which could be you one of our fabulous listeners so each guest will have the opportunity to choose five tracks that they simply couldn't live without if they were unfortunate enough to be stranded on a desert island. They will also get a chance to choose a book that became a film and a luxury item and I'll also have a couple of questions in between the songs to help me and the listeners get to know you a little better so if any of the uh, if any of you were interested in stranded songs 
getting involved with it, please let me know via message or on the Facebook group. Or you can email me to where you'll find our email on our website on www.fmbounce.com and then uh, just get in touch with me and let, let me know you want to get involved because it's always good to get new people on standard songs and the more the merrier. Yeah, you know where I am, just give me a holler and I'll, uh, I'll get you on. So now, without further ado, let's introduce our special guest today. Yeah, so, um, could you just, um, well, we, we, we met you before, but I'm not standing Can you tell us who you are, what you're doing, something interesting about yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so what's up, guys? My name is Matt Cominotto. I am the frontman of the Midlands band, The Mercians. Um, been on the podcast before. This is the second time round. Um, met Mark at the Ritz at the O2 in uh, in Manchester a few months ago now while we were on tour with uh, Tom Meehan from Kasabian. So um, good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, no, just a bit of an icebreaker. If you were an animal, what would you be and why? That is a tough question. You put me on the spot. What would I do? You know what? I'd be... I think you've got to be a tiger, no? King of the jungle and that? Yes. Got to be be a tiger, man. And the prettiest out of all of them as well, yeah. I'd say tiger. That's a tough question, though. There's some... A lot of animals that I wouldn't mind being. To be honest, my dog gets treated like an absolute king. I wouldn't mind being him sometimes when I've got to go out and he's in. Yeah, I think think dogs have got a good life, haven't they? Sometimes. Yeah, love them have, yeah. And then, what about what, you? What would you be? Oh, me? Uh, that's a tough one, actually. I think it'd have to be somewhat quite a, a resilient animal, because I'm quite good at bouncing back. And, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think elephants are quite... I like elephants, they're quite cool. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a great shout. Then no, nothing's messing with you as an elephant, are they? Like, yeah. Just far too. Yeah, you just, uh, you definitely run the other direction. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> and then, um, so, and then just another question. What, what would you rather go to a music gig or watch a movie at the cinema? Oh, it's got to be go to a gig. I'm a sucker for a movie, but, um, Nah, there's nothing like going to a gig. Yeah, when you go I, to think, see a band. I think when you go to a gig, you get a buzz. Yeah, there's like a connection between you and an artist as well. It's like obviously a film, you are connected to to the actors and stuff, but like to be in person and see them, like going to a theatre show is kind of like the equivalent, right, to like a movie, but yeah, um, like sort of live gig. But yeah, it's got to be going to a gig, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, there can be some pretty bad gigs, but when you get to a good one, it's... Uh, it's, yeah, it's yeah, there's not, there's no buzz like it, I don't think. Um, that I've found, yeah. anyway. <laughs> and then, no, you're right. W- would you rather listen to music or watch a film on the TV at home? Um, See, that's, such, that's a really tough one because I love watching a film. Love watching a film. But I listen to music all the time. So I think if you were to like say you could have one or the other, it'd have to be it have to be music. But sometimes I might be in the mood for a film, I guess. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm a music. I'm a music. Well, I think I, I couldn't li- have it one day without music. 
Not, I can have a day without a film. Yeah, that's, that's the a good difference. way to look at it. That yeah. is the difference. Yeah, you're absolutely... We'll go with music. And now that we know a little about what makes you tick, um, can you please tell me the 35 songs and why you've chosen it? Yeah, so I've got to admit, I sat there for like an hour yesterday really trying to figure out. And, and, and the question is, if you're on it, so it's a deserted island and you get five songs, right? So the way I started looking at it was, what's your five favourite songs? And that's just, it's an impossible ask. But then I kind of looked at it of, if I'm on a deserted island and I've only got five songs to listen to, I decided I want a bit of range, right? Like I want to come from all the genres that I like. So that's the way I've looked at it. And the first song I went with, just because it's an absolute masterpiece, I went with Iron Sky by Paolo Nutini. Oh, yeah. I just think it's just like a musical masterpiece. You, I could put 10 of his songs in my top 10, but yeah, Iron Sky. And I think deserted on a desert island, you need a little bit of motivation, right? Keep you going. And that, that song is so inspirational. And it like, yeah, something the, out. It, it's got that uh, Charlie Chaplin speech in it, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, what better of a pick me up than that? And it's just, I mean, it's Paolo in it. His voice is like one of the, he's like one of the best vocalists of the last however many years. Yeah, he's it's so gold. Yeah, it's really good. I, struggled, I, I was struggling between three of his songs. So yeah, Iron Sky, Paolo Nutini, that's the first one. Nice one. So yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get this on and then I'll come back with some more questions.
despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed. The bitterness of men will fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Let us use this power. Iron Sky by Paula Nettini there. Yeah, a great way to what? start standard song, so... Yeah. All shows should start with that song, man. All shows should start with that song. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, aim into that. And then... Can you please tell me what your earliest, of, earliest memory of music is? My earliest memory of music? It's got to be through my dad, so... My dad was a sucker for CDs and we had like a, a cabinet just full of CDs. Never had a record player, um, which is something I, I really, really want to buy when, when I when I sort of settle down and get a place. But we had a CD player and my dad just had an, a, like literally thousands of CDs. And I just always used to love just putting the CD in and pressing play as a kid. Like I didn't even care what was on it. Um, and... I think the first sort of band that I ever got into as a kid was was a, a band called Lighthouse Family. Um, they're from like the it might be late seventies, eight early eighties, um, and it was like the first thing I noticed was just like an incredibly crisp vocal. And I think that was where I sort of in my head was like, "Oh, 
that's kind of where that love came from for, for vocals. And his vocals in the Lighthouse family were so crisp and clean. He never like hit these massive notes, but it was just like pleasing to the ear. And I just remember spinning the Lighthouse family. I think it was the best of, I think it was literally the best of CD and just spinning that top to bottom. Fell in love with the Lighthouse family. And my dad had lots of influences on me from like the 70s and 80s. So like a lot of the music that I grew up with was like Bob Marley and the Wailers and that kind of thing from, from the 70s and 80s. So that would be my probably earliest memory. Yeah, the Lighthouse family. I don't know how, if, if you don't know them, check them out because oh, they're such an unreal, unreal artist. But oh, yeah, yeah, I think that'd I'd... be my earliest memory. Yeah, I do. I do like. I do love the lighthouse family. You know, great, great, pure voice and sound. Yeah, it's just a lovely vibe. Their songs are super powerful, but they don't really like break the fourth wall. It's nothing complicated. It's just simple, and it sounds really crisp and pretty. They're just yeah, awesome, awesome band. That would probably be my earliest memory. Yeah, but to be honest, I get. I guess the memory is me just chucking a load of CDs at the CD player and him play, turning it up as loud as I can before my told me to turn it down. So. <laughs> Do you, do you think that's like the inspiration to why uh, we, we you singing? Oh, yeah, like I, the way you try and sing. I think yeah, I think I fell in love as a kid with with vocalists, right? So I'm I'm a singer at heart. Obviously, I'm frontman of an indie band, which I don't think was ever the plan growing up. Like when I wanted to be a singer, it was like I I, I love. Adele and like Beyonce and Whitney Houston. That's why I love like Paolo Nutini. And you'll see there's a couple more vocalists in my in my list that I fell in love with just vocals. I used to sit and watch X Factor and Britain's Got Talent as a kid. Um and like just completely in awe of like good vocals. And it was only really until much, much later on when I decided to sort of take a punt at having having a go at singing that I fell in love with like actually the musicality of things and how things come together. And there's, there's no better place than in a band, right? When you've got like four other artists with, with an instrument, whether it's drums, bass, guitar, keys, whatever. Um, that synergy, I kind of learned to love that as I've got older. But I think as a kid, it was just vocals, vocals. It was just on YouTube, when YouTube first came out, when it was first a thing, watching like the best yeah. vocals and the best live gig moments. And there was something about... A person having control over like thousands of people's emotions at one time in a three-minute song that just blew my mind and i think that's where the loves come from for sure but i would definitely give my dad that because a lot of the bands that he had me listening to were massive vocals and great great singers so yeah i would say so for sure yeah it is definitely a, an instrument like it, it, you, you don't play an instrument like I think rap lyrics and singing is the, the next best thing. Yeah. And it is like any sort of vocalist will know your, your vocal coach will always tell you that like you have the most precious instrument as a as a voice, right? Like your strings will break on a guitar, you can replace them. If you hurt your voice, you're in like it's like a muscle. Yeah, you can't you gotta right? get so, a rest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and people people might not necessarily see that. And I probably didn't at that age. I just thought you can either sing or you can't, and you don't realise there's so much technique and and like you know you kind of have to mold your voice etc um and i think a lot of people just see it as ah they're a great singer but they don't see the work that goes on behind creating that voice and you know it's and then when you fall in love with that that it's like not just whether you're good at it or not there is a, a work hard element to it and i, I am yeah. someone that just likes to work hard it, it it made sense to me i was like i've got to do this this is something I've got to do again. yeah i think i think like a lot of artists have had trouble with the voice like with Adele, she had oh. big trouble, didn't she? You had, she had all of that yeah. pollution. 
it happens it's a lot mad. and like i've i've had gigs where i've not looked after myself in the week and i've come to the gig and literally first song in because a lot of the vocals that i do in our songs you'll hear that in our tracks it's like the vocals are quite big and that's coming from my roots it's like not listening to indie i listen to those big vocal tracks and so you'll hear a lot of that come through mm. and if i don't look after my voice i can be in i can be in a lot of trouble like on tour we were playing four or five gigs a week it's like you'll often see me with a glass of water or a cup of tea like all the other lads are drinking beer and whatever i'm drinking water and i can't talk to anybody everybody thinks i'm arrogant and like rude but really all it is, is no, if you're I talk, just trying I'm... to protect yourself like, exactly man. i sort of not my voice is my tool as well so i think it yeah, is a key as... thing to look after really exactly if you can't talk you can't do the show can you so it's like and people don't realize how much just talking and that kind of thing has an effect on it uh so you've got to look after it and I think that was where, I, you know, when I figured out that, wow, this actually takes a lot more than just standing up there and singing. I've got to like, I've took dairy out of my diet, that kind of thing. Like I'm taking it seriously. It feels like a lifestyle choice, which makes it more rewarding, if you know what I mean, when, when you yeah. do have those gigs. So, yeah, yeah it's a big, big, yeah, big job. Yeah, you, you wouldn't, well, me being on the outside of singing, it's, it's like you, you wouldn't see thought of that thing side of it. Thinking of... Don't, yeah. And it's only fair. You don't need to think of that kind of thing. Um, but when you are sort of in and around it, you'll notice. Yeah, it's interesting to hear that. It yeah. is, yeah. Like you said, loads of even big, biggest artists in the world have problems with it. So you've got to be careful. Yeah, and now it's uh, time for your second track. And now you're choosing this Second one. track, another massive, another massive, massive vocal. This might be... I don't know if I can say it. it might be my favorite song ever and it might be slightly cliche to some I'd struggled with a few of their songs like I had a few that were a little bit less known where she's probably singing bigger in it but I've gone for Misery Business by Paramore um, just because Paramore have always had like a hold on me since I was like 12 years old I had like my little emo phase when I was like 14, 15 listening to like Slipknot and um, Black Parade, things like that, um, My yeah. Chemical Romance, and Paramore for me, it was like the perfect concoction of, oh, I really like rock music at the minute, so this is great. And Hayley Williams has, I would say, hands down, one of the best voices ever. Like, she's so overlooked as a, as a vocalist. Um, so that was, like, where that love came from. And Misery Business, like, that song just... You know when a song just scratches your brain in a kind of way that you can listen to it on repeat all day for years and you'll never get bored of it? So, yeah, yeah. Misery Business by Param is my second song. I hope people like that choice as well because sometimes it's a song that you've not heard in years and you hear it and you're like, yes, I remember this one. This one's great. Yeah, and you're mad. Last, uh, I, did, I did Stranded Songs last month uh, with a friend of mine God Jordan his first track was actually a Paramore track was it? Yeah, honestly man it they're was like... Rose Coloured Boy he chose oh such a good song such a good song that song's amazing as well because it's like super happy but the song is about being sad and just like let me be sad um, which is like yeah. Paramore like if you actually watch Paramore from when they started to where they are now every single time the culture changed they changed with it and like it's so difficult to do that like there's only so many artists that have managed to be like the best in their era in their era every single time the culture changes like madonna was someone that did yeah, that amazingly right? like, David, through the 80s. 
David Bowie. Bowie, yeah, exactly. And Paramore, like they might be overlooked a little bit in that sense because they're like a rock band in the sense. But if you listen to all of their new stuff, they're not a rock band anymore. Like they're like a pop artist now and they'll change with the times again. Like yeah. they're just one of the most diverse bands. And then it's hard as well because Hayley's got such a good vocal, it's hard to hear anything else. But when you listen past her vocal, the band themselves are incredible, like the musicians. Yeah, yeah Paramore, I think one of the best bands ever i would say and i, I don't know if that's a strong thing but i, I really would say that they are really yeah so I, I don't think it's a, a mad coincidence that it chose again but just exactly because that. they are a very versatile artist yeah anyone can like them really yeah no matter what music you like they've got a song that will probably scratch your brain which you know that's i think what all artists aspire to to do you know what i mean so yeah shout out to hayley williams man she's she's the she's the girl Yep, so uh, we'll get Misery Business by Paramore on, and then I've got some more questions, so yeah, uh, enjoy this track.
and that was the great sound of uh, Paramore there with Misery Business. So, uh, yeah, another great track meaning uh, starting to be me to go on. Yeah, uh, and, uh, so, uh, I you, you, um, you've just gone full-time as the band now, haven't you? So you've left your job. Not, yeah. What, what, was... Was your, uh, what was your job before you finished? So I was like a, I was on a project. I worked for, for Seven Trent, the, the water company. I've uh, been there for like eight years. So I was an engineer for five or six years and then I moved into like the project world. Um, and like, I don't want to bore you, but yeah, it was very like project based. Um, I have to make sure that customers get X, Y, and Z from parts of the business, etc. But yeah, this is my first week as a self-employed musician, I guess you could call me now. Um, so yeah. it's been a bit weird. It's been strange not checking for my work phone every two seconds and seeing if I've missed an email. Like, I don't have to care about that anymore. Um, but, I mean, we're so busy, it's hard to come to terms with anything at the minute because there's always something going on. Yeah, um, I think... But, yeah. I think with being in a, in a band and with social media these days, you've got to stay relevant, haven't you? So, it is, a full, it is a full-time job being in a, in oh, a band. Oh, and the rest. And the rest, and we got to the point now, you know, where we've grown to to a point that we have to. It's like now or never, if you know what I mean. The window in this industry is so small, and if you don't take that opportunity yeah, when you, it arises, you've got to commit. Yeah, you'll be forgotten about. And we've got to that point. You know, we just come off the first UK tour with with Tom, um, played all the biggest venues in the UK, bar like stadiums and stuff. Um, going into like our own tours now and you know with the confidence that they're going to sell really really well tracks are doing super well social media is growing like mad people are loving it it was just it made sense like this is the time let's do it and people think that we're just oh you know what we're all right let's quit the jobs and go for it but this has been in the making for like a year and we've only no. been together for two but it was all yeah it's, it's a big step to take isn't it yeah it's definitely into the unknown yeah it is and it's like it's sink or swim now a little bit it's like we've we've committed and if we don't now like we've always gave it 100 percent, but now if we don't give it 110 percent, if we take the foot off the gas at all it's like now you're really in the trouble because you've not got any job you're not got any money coming in so it's like a it's a sink or swim situation but it had to be now like we couldn't wait any longer we couldn't have gone any sooner like the stars aligned and it's it's you know we've got the backing from the right relevant areas I'm not not going to label or anything but we do have you know a, a great team around us that that, that want to help us succeed and want to come on that journey with us so it made sense and you know like technically me being on this podcast with you now I'm just at work so it feels good it feels good it feels good yeah it, it, it I think all your hard work does pay off because it shows with how much uh, monthly streams you're getting now yeah in the I thousands We've hit 12,000 monthly listeners now, which, you know, if you'd have told me that six months ago, I'd have probably laughed at you, 12,000 people. I don't know, Spotify numbers are sort of up and down as they, as they come and go. But yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like you did, the way that we've always looked at it is you get these like po- points and moments of validation and like it might be your first gig, 100 people turn up. That's a moment of validation when they all tell you it was amazing. Then the next one, like you do a track and it gets a thousand streams. It's like validation. A thousand yeah. people liked it. 
then you get the tour validation etc etc and you know a lot of doubt seeps in like um imposter syndrome is is a massive thing you kind of think well i don't deserve to be here i've just like hit the hit hit look a little bit but you get these points of, of validation so yeah twelve thousand monthly listeners doesn't come overnight so it's another point of it backs up the idea of okay i've quit the job which is terrifying but there is a reason for that like there is something here it's something yes special. it is worth it yeah yeah for sure in 18 months i don't think unless you have like a you know a tiktok song that blows up doing twelve thousand monthly listeners in like 18 months of being a band it's not bad it's, it's, it's oh, that's, that's really yeah. good yeah. very good and then um, so when when you're not working, what what do you like to get up to on your day off? On my day off, so, and this was this was going to come into the luxury item that we'll obviously talk about in a bit. I wasn't really sure if it classes as a luxury item, but I like to play golf. Um, I knew, I know, I'm 25 years old and I play mm. golf. I don't know what's happened, but golf seems to be a popular trend at the minute. But I've been playing golf for a, for a year or two now. Um, that gets me away. The lads are all a bit younger than me in the band, not too much. Like we range between like 21 and 25. Um, they all play like PlayStation and Xbox. And I've done that. And I just know yeah. I've got a very addictive personality. So if I get back on the console now, I'll never bloody leave you're it. Procrasti- so, you'll procrastinate. Yeah. And at the minute where it's like, we've got to go, it's time to like commit. I can't have any distractions like that. So golf's a good one because I can just get out for three or four hours get the wind in my hair sort of thing like have a break from the the chaos play a bit of golf and then come back to to the grind so yeah golf i'm running a marathon at the minute as well i'm training for that so i do a load of running but i don't i don't think i enjoy that i'm just doing that because i've got to so <coughs> yeah um, yeah i'd say golf. I'd say yeah golf. That's, that's no yeah i think a lot, a lot of people find that that's good for relaxing no it yeah, doesn't you do like to think... keep you fit though does it as well because you walk, yeah, you're walking you miles. You do a load of miles. But the funny thing is, like, when you say it's, like, something to go out there and, and you relax, it's the most frustrating game in the world. Like, you think you're getting better and then all of a sudden you're worse than you've ever been. It's, mm. like, it seems impossible. So I don't know what it is about golf that keeps you coming back because I've never been so angry at something, but I've never gone back to something so often. So I don't know. I don't know if it's... I, I don't know why it keeps me coming back. I think yeah. most golfers will agree with I think the one thing that you could match it with getting angry at is, is FIFA, I think. Exactly that, so angry yeah. at FIFA. Ridiculous. I was very angry at FIFA, so uh, I guess I've just mm-hmm. passed on from, from that, that anger to this anger, but at least I'm outside this time, so it's a little bit better. Yeah, not, not throwing your controls. The, I've, done TV, that, yeah. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, we're all just children at heart i think mate yeah we're all young at heart which is good and uh, it's yeah. good to live in the moment and and yeah now so it's time for your third track and why have you chosen this one so third track i had to put something in by him because for the last probably two and a half years i've just been absolutely obsessed with him and like he's had He's probably the hottest topic in the UK at the minute, bar like Harry Styles and stuff. But it's the Sam Fender track. Um, but it might not be one that everybody knows. It's Well, I'd hope people know it, but it's definitely not one of his bigger ones. It's called All Is On My Side uh, by Sam Fender. And it's just the most beautiful number that's... It's just... It's amazing. It's like... I just You just have to listen to it. I, it's one of those songs that when it comes on, I'll never, ever, ever hit skip. 
Um, he's just he just does it, doesn't he, Sam? He's just the guy, and his voice is insane. Again, another vocalist. Like, I think that's why I'm drawn to him. He's a bit more on the indie indie pop side rather than just like a pop star, but he's got that voice, and his voice is absolutely insane. And yeah, he just seems like an absolute laugh. I'm dying to get on that. I want to go on tour with Sam so bad. I think. Yeah, uh, it'd, be, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it'd be good on the night out, wouldn't it? Would and and like us lot. For anybody that knows us, we don't take anything too seriously. Like we just have a laugh. Everything's a bit of fun. We like a drink here and there, and we just like to chat. And, and he just seems like the type that'd be that'd be amazing. So yeah, Sam Fender all is on my side. That is my next track. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get something to it always on my side, I don't know. Now we'll uh, find out what some other things, so yeah, we'll play these. Now I'll be back with you.
And that was something that was always on my side. And that's uh, a brand new track to bounce with them, actually, which is. Which is good. like the, the fresh tracks. Always good to get love that. Love that. And yeah, great artist. And yeah, I'd love to see him actually. Actually, play his own gig actually instead of a, a, a festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've. Um... Yeah, to be fair, I've only seen him. So I saw him at Boardmasters, and then I saw him at like a Radio One big weekend, um, and then I saw him somewhere else. Oh no, I did go to see him. I went to see him in Birmingham um, on his UK tour, and it was just insane. Like, just makes you feel like when you stand there because I was with Joe and Harry from the band. No, Joe and Owen, uh, and I just remember standing there and turning to the lads and looking and being like, "Lads, we need to up our game. These these lads are unbelievable. It makes you makes you think that you're not very good at what you do, but um, yeah, it's something to see for sure. Go and see him if you can. Yeah, it probably makes you work towards that, though, doesn't it? it does yeah, it inspires you for sure. Um, you need a little bit of that fear that you're not good enough sometimes. So uh, yeah, he definitely does that. Yeah, and then we we basically spoke about your taste in music, but. Um, has your taste changed over the years or is it pretty much the same yeah no it's changed massively to be fair I've never been someone that's like stuck in one genre like I'm one of those guys everybody says it but it's like I listen to everything and I still do um, but I've I've like had phases through my life I think when I was younger obviously my, I had a lot of inspiration from my dad so it was like 70s 80s early 90s but um, it was a lot of like Sister Sledge and that kind of stuff like disco um, and like Stevie Wonder that kind of thing and then as I got a little bit older and got to school probably like between like 14 and 18 like between like secondary school and like college and stuff um, I was massively into hip hop uh, so like rap hip hop a little bit of like grime but it was mostly like rap and hip hop so like J. Cole's like my favourite rapper of all time yeah. Really and then obviously good. like dating Biggie Smalls and Tupac and all of them. So listened to a lot of hip hop for it for a good few years. Um, and I think to be fair, J. Cole probably gave me like, so obviously like you said earlier, as a, as a singer, you obviously sing, but you also write and it's lyrics and melodies. And J. Cole definitely inspired my sort of lyric, like the love for lyricism. Um, like you'll hear in some of our tracks, like if you go in and listen, there's a lot of things that I put in that, might not come to you when you first hear it, but if you then go and actually deep the line, it'll be like, oh, okay, that's actually linking to what you said in the first verse, or that's a bit of a play on words. So I like that kind of thing. I don't like to just yeah. just hit you with like black and white, this is how it is. I like to throw in some like little Easter eggs and things that you, you might have to read twice to understand. So I think that's where it comes from, from like Eminem, J. Cole, um, Kendrick Lamar, those kind of like lyricists. I think when you pair lyrics like that with vocals of like who we've spoken about, you get this concoction of like just yeah. amazing. That's why Lewis. That's why Lewis Capaldi is so big, right? Obviously, he's hilarious, but he's got this insane vocal. But his lyrics will like make you cry because yeah. they are so. Im- it allows you to um, connect with the music. Yeah, and it's like if you see music as as art rather than music, there is a million and one things that have to come together for something to be as a piece of art not just like oh, it had good lyrics it then has to have a good melody good chord progression like the structure might have to be that you know what i mean and 
that's kind of where that came from because hip-hop and rap is so different to what I was listening to before. And then only recently, really, when I got into the band, which was, a what I'd say from like 2021 onwards when I started to look into indie, um, now my music is completely skewed. I just listen to indie all the time now. It's like everything that's hot at the minute. Um, loads of catfish, which you'll see is one of my one of my songs coming up. Yeah. But yeah, my, my 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 music's changed, and I think it always will. And I kind of love that because when you then do have a little bit of an era of like, oh, I remember when I used to listen to that. You kind of take yourself down memory lane and listen to a load of songs, which is where I think I went with all the Paramore listening recently. So yeah, loads of inspiration, um, and I think you'll you'll hear that coming through the Mercy and tracks. Like you'll hear influences from different genres for sure yeah yeah and that's really good actually it gives you a more rounded it gives you a more does, rounded yeah. sound doesn't it which is what you drink really yeah like for said, sure and sometimes you know you... yeah like it's a comparable versatility is it's key it's, it's key. how you stay yeah. it's how you stay relevant right like through the times and i think there's times when we're writing and we're struggling like oh we get to a bit and it's like we love what we've wrote but now we're just stuck at that one part and if you've got a multitude of musics that you can pull inspiration from you can find different ways to go about it whereas if you're like tunnel vision yeah. it's easy to just get stuck and you know decide that you hate that song whereas like you might pull a rap like oh what would like a rapper do there and put that in and it's like oh my god it takes the song somewhere else so yeah it's a good thing to have for sure yeah like, like, like when I was younger not my, my, I used to listen to a lot of emo, so. But like recently, I've started listening to it again. Yeah, and, and, it, and the thing is, it takes you back, doesn't it? it? Like, you remember what you were doing at that age and, like, where you were and stuff. That's the beauty about our music. It's like a journey, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think we've all had our emo, all had our emo phase. Yeah, I think, I think so. <laughs> it's good to go through phases, but then. No, I know. I'm I'm really into hip hop at the minute, which is my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to, new yeah, or old. It, more like old school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I was always into indie, but then my my co-host too. He's no longer with us. He was really into hip hop, and so I was into indie. He was into hip hop, and like we, he started liking it indie. No, no, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Now you're going that way. We're like crossed over. <laughs> it's a good yeah. thing, man. Like it was yeah. good, but it, he's left with that gift. Yeah, exactly that. Like that's something that that you can take forever now, isn't it? And that's special. That's like music special, man. And anybody that says it is, I just yeah, there's can't, something can't wrong. <laughs> totally agree. It's a uh, it's an experience. Definitely. Oh. No, I'm going to play the last two songs together. Yes. So, uh, what are your last two ones and why are you choosing these? So, I think I've changed the. I think I've changed these last two about ten times in the last hour, um, and I'm still not fully convinced that they would be on my five. But they deserve they deserve a place. I've got. I want you back by the Jackson Five, just because if I'm on a desert island. And I've got loads of guitar music. I need something that takes me a little bit away from that so I can have a little bit of a boogie. Um, and then I've gone, I had to put, I just had to put a Catfish and the Bottlemen song in. Um, and I could have I put any Catfish song in, like, ever. I just think they are 
the best band to come out of the UK in God knows how long. And it's a shame they're not here. But I've gone for Long Shot by Catfish just because my top five wouldn't be complete without a Catfish song. I listen to them every single day. And yeah, yeah can we just bring them back? Please? Yeah, it's yeah, a shame that, that they're it's gonna... a shame they didn't go. Because they were really good live. That's a bat you got to see a bit. Yeah, we had. Did you? Yeah. Really, so really I, I saw I saw them at a festival literally five minutes away from my house at a festival called Strawberry Fields Festival. And it would have been like 10 years ago now. And they hadn't really have come up yet. They were headlining Strawberry Fields Festival, but it was like quite a small thing. And when I say I saw them, I like looked and was like, oh, who's that? And then walked off and we went to like the dance stage or something. And I was like 15 coming up into like festivals and stuff. So I saw them, but I never actually got to see them. And it breaks my heart because like, what a band. Like, if they ever come back, it'll be one of the biggest comebacks ever. I just miss someone. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, there's a few bands that just that came and then went and then never hear them again, but hopefully we do hear from these again. It's a weird one, yeah. Like, no one really knows what's happened. They still haven't announced that they've broke up, but... No, there's like there a... rumours that they, they were breaking up, but then I think there was that I think it was a couple of years ago they said it. Said, and then they ended up doing a festival and nothing else was said. Yeah, and that was it. I think Johnny Bond, the lead guitarist, is is in his own little band now. So uh it must be it must be official. But uh I don't know. We'll see. I think they'll come back. They've got to. I think Van McCann is just the man, isn't he? Like he needs to he needs to come back. I mean, who am I to tell him that he should, but I want to see him live, so and play with them one day. That'd be the day. Yeah, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? But yeah, so long shot by Catfish, and then I'd put the, I'd put long shot on first, and then I'd finish it with "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five, just because. How can you argue that? Like, I don't need to explain that song. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, two really good tracks. So we'll uh, get the, these two tracks. I know I've got some quick fire questions. I know it's time to be a book in your film. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll play these two for now and then. Sweet. Yeah, get get uh yeah, enjoy these two tracks and we'll be back. Go ahead and tell me you got all you want. Fiver says you're wrong. And I suppose you've come down to help me move things along. And we lapped it up and we're wise enough to know We laughed it up, I'm a wise enough who knows 
Two really good tracks to finish off your song choices. So yeah, now we'll just go do some quick fire questions. 
Nick, I think we did a, a few of these on the when I interviewed you and Harry. Yes. But, but I think that I've got a couple of different ones in here as well, so. Let's do it. Let's go through these and then we'll get your film and stuff. So, uh, yeah, what, what is your favourite number? Seven. Always uh, has been. Ditto. Always yeah, mine's seven as well. Is it? I can see it there behind you. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I've got a sevens. I've got a, a bit of an addiction with that number. Good number. Good number. And then favourite colour? You know what? As a kid, I was grew up and it was red. But as I've got older, I've got way more boring. And I literally, it's like black, white and grey, but they don't really class as a colour. They're more of a shade. But I'm boring, like white, I guess. Anything yeah. that's, I don't really do colour. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I think as you get older and you start to wear clothes, it gets uh, I just Yeah, it gets more played. We get more boring as we get older. But yeah, go with red. Red as a kid, that was always that was always my colour. Yeah, and then the favourite food. As as in like cuisine or like a specific food. Uh, oh, just what, what you, what's your favourite to eat? Just like a, a Five Guys cheeseburger, uh, like can't be. No, yeah, that's any, any food like yeah, fast food. Amazing, I love Five Guys. Mm-hmm. And then, what, what's your favourite film? Ah, uh, Mark. That's such a hard question. My favourite film ever would have to be. I guess, like, for impact that it's had on me in my life, it's Finding Nemo, the first one. Yeah. That's, that's what comes to mind. Like, I've got a million and one for I like a good film, but I think if you ask me what film could... If I if I could lose... If I had to lose every other film and I only had one to watch, it'd be, yeah, I'd be the first Finding Nemo. Yeah, it's, it's so funny as well. It's think, a staple, isn't it? I think Dory, Dory's my favourite character. She's the best. She's the best. Just keep swimming. Where are we going again? Yeah, and that's like a that's a, like I think as a kid you don't see it, right? But as you get older, you realise that she was. Uh, I think she was speaking for all of us when it's just like just keep swimming, man, because the punches come rolling. But there's nothing you can do about it. Just you just gotta keep swimming. Yeah, She's right. Keep going. Think about it. You get deep with it, but yeah. Oh, well, that's Disney for you, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They're falling off a little bit recently, but. Um, they're trying the to old... do the live actions, aren't they? It doesn't work. It's not working, is it? They're losing like millions and millions and millions every year on like films, these live action remakes, and it's all getting very political now as well. So it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. But uh, like, I, saw, re- old... I went to the Little Mermaid. And, like, I used to love the actual animation as a, as a kid. And, yeah. And it just did. It did. Gets it didn't touch the spot. It wasn't as good. It doesn't yeah? It doesn't. The the Lion King remake was good. Um, I think they did a good job with that. But I think, even then, it's. I think Beyonce ruined it a bit though. Say again, sorry. I think Beyonce ruined it a bit for me though. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit too singy, wasn't it? Like a bit yeah, too. Just, per- yeah, just a bit. And then um, <laughs> celebrity crush. I don't know if I can say it because my girlfriend will uh, she'll she'll lose her mind. But um... yeah, we can leave that one, Dave. 
No, 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 it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll, I'm trying to think one that'll make a laugh. Uh, no, I can't, think, I can't think of any that won't get me in trouble, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be a good fair, boy. Fair enough. <laughs> now then, what, what did you have for breakfast? Today, I had a very, very boring just bacon sandwich with brown sauce. I'm, I'm usually a breakfast guy. Like, I usually make poached eggs with avocado and all sorts but i woke up this morning i felt a little bit under the weather and you know when a bacon sandwich is just like that's all i want so that was it yeah and when you get something you had that's all you wanted it yeah and a coffee i have to have a coffee always that's like yeah rule one and one. always good and then hot or cold cold i'm a really warm person like i struggle in the heat but no, are we talking like just weather, or are we just in general? Let's go. Let's go hot. Let's go hot. But I am a really warm person, so I struggle to sleep at night, which is why I hate the warm. But I hate the cold weather, so let's go hot. We'll go hot. Yeah, and then um, up or down? Up. It's got to be up. Got yeah, be. always looking up. That's a good one. And then we were basically answering this: what bacon or hot dog? Burger, yeah, sorted. I like a hot dog, but that's no, no debate. And then mild or spicy? Uh, spicy, yeah, spicy. Uh, sweet or savoury? Savoury. I'd like a sweet treat, but I'm a sucker for a bag of Yeah, you can't beat savoury for me either. And then final one, have you enjoyed Stranded Songs today? I've absolutely loved it, mate. This is the first. This is the first one of these type of things I've done. I've always wanted to, to be involved with something like this, so I've loved it, mate. And I hope to to those listening, my tracks were a good selection. I wanted to give people a little bit of variety. I'm still not convinced that that would be my five because I've just got so many tracks in my head that are like, oh, what about that? Yeah, one? I think it'll yeah, change no, on, a, it. on a daily basis. Every second, mate, at the mm-hmm. minute. But no, I've loved it. Thank you so much for having me, mate. I um hope I hope they've uh, yeah I hope I've I've opened some people's musical knowledge to a few songs they've never heard of. So yeah, and hopefully it'd be, it'd be good to get some of the other band done as well. Yeah, for sure. We'll um, we'll have to get them all on because I don't think we've ever had everybody, have we? It's always been um, it's always just it was me or Harry, and then, well, it was me and Harry, and now it's me. So well, next yeah. time we'll, we'll definitely. Yeah, whenever you what, re- release a song or whatever. Yeah, it'd be yes, good to try and get you all on and uh, do a little interview about mate, it. We're more perfect. than happy to, mate. Just after that. So, like I said, when uh, when we're on tour, you've uh, you've got guest lists for if we're in Manchester, so um, you can come along. We can do something there as well if you want in person. Oh yeah, well I've got. I actually interviewed Kid Capici. Yeah, yes, with, great band. Bring him out, mixing desk with me, so. There you go. So we'll figure. We can figure it out. Maybe we can do something in person. So. Yeah, they, they were really cool as well. They're they're a really good band. They, they seem really cool. Great band. Yeah, they're they're on the up at the minute as well. Yeah. Yeah, similar to trajectory at the minute. I think aren't they? But they've they, yeah, they've, they've got a couple around. of albums out, aren't they? Though. Yeah, they've been around. They've been around for for, for a little longer than we have. Um, so we 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 we're quite close with Rats from Liverpool. Um, I know Joe, the lead singer, just for a few like um, things back in the day. Yeah. And um, Kid, that's how I sort of knew who Kid Capici were because Rats did a load of stuff with them. So uh, yeah, great band, really good band. 
Yeah, so now it, it, it's time to send you around to turn you on an island. You're doing yes. your five songs and that you would take. Now you can have a book that became a film. Well, and, uh, so what are you going to take? You must get a load of The Lord of the Rings, a load of Harry Potter. There's got to be a load of those. I'm not actually. I've, I'm not I'm not, I've had Lord of the Rings, I think. Have you? You've not had, not had Harry Potter. I thought they'd be the stable ones, but I went for something that, as a kid, was like, mm, I just loved it. Like, my life. The, the original film and the book, because I loved all of his work. It was the BFG. That is what I would say. Not the yeah. new remake. No, that was the original. So the original film and the original Roald Dahl book, yeah. has to be the BFG. Like, what? What a yeah. yeah, great choice. And then and then you you can take a look at your answer and why are you going to take this? So, yeah, I might be wrong where I'm thinking of a luxury item, but does this count? Because I don't know where you'd plug it in or get the, like, I don't know, but a shower? Does that count? Because well, you actually have them camping showers, don't they? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of, it's a luxury, right? And I yeah. shower like three times a day. Like, I can't stand not being clean so i think if there was anything that would keep me alive for a little bit longer it would be a shower so if that counts but is that boring if no. my next one was golf my next yeah. one was golf club so that's even more boring yeah i think I, yeah i think that's a good luxury item what kind of answers do you normally get there like what do people say I, is a luxury item i've had someone put uh taking uh seeds or vegetables yeah. See, that's clever because they're yeah. thinking about surviving. Um, and some beds, pillows, uh, photographs, and uh, iPods. Okay, yeah, I see where they go, but none of them will smell like me after I've had my yeah, shower. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, you got yeah, we'll you got the right keep... idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, thanks for doing standard songs with me today. And it's been really interesting. Like finding out about uh, what it means to be a vocalist and stuff like that. Thank you, man. No, it's it's nice to sort think, of share that. I think a lot of him. us wouldn't have even thought of that, so it's interesting. Yeah, you don't, and uh, I didn't until I actually started taking it seriously, and you realise there's a whole lot of stuff to it. So, no, thanks for having me on, man. It's been uh, it's been a load of fun, and like I said, we'll get the band on. We'll do a big one. Um, but no, we appreciate your support, mate. Really, really do. So uh, if there's anything we can do to support you, we'll be there for sure. So. Oh, yeah. And so I was, I was going to play one of your songs at the end, actually. So yeah, what, what, would you like to introduce for your new track? I guess it's got to be the newest one, isn't it? This is uh, this is Polaroid by the Mercians. It's our latest track. Um, definitely not our last one. We've got new songs coming out in uh, about a month. So uh, keep your eyes peeled, ears peeled for that, eyes peeled for that. But um, yeah, Polaroid, this is Polaroid by Americans. Enjoy it. I hope it holds up next to those five tracks that I've put in. Yeah, uh, yeah. so thanks, Matt, and I'll, I'll see you soon. Nice yeah, one, Thank you so much. Track.
So third, Stranded Songs. Ah, yeah, and that was Matt Camerata there on the Masians. On Stranded Songs, they introduced five really good tracks there. And then introduced the Mercian's newest track, Polaroid, at the end there, really good. So I you enjoyed Stranded Songs, you got a lot of information on that, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the interview. And now, like I said, DJ Chop should tell you it's slightly different because it's uh, a bit mixed up with we do the archive at the start. And usually we'd have vinyl swap chopped out, but we're not going to be doing that. I'm going to be. I'm just going to tell you what we've got coming up the next few weeks to celebrate our third anniversary. But now that this episode is the official day that marks the third anniversary of that then the next month or so is going to be slightly different. I'm going to be playing a few of our archived episodes in full. 
then the new shows will be as follows, which are going to be playing. Now, episode one, take us back 155 episodes, right back to where it all began. And then we're going to have episode 20, which was DJJT's first ever solo jams only show, which was really good. And then episode 37, which is one of Man and GT's joint shows. And this one was called Villains, and it's one of my favourite joint ones. And then we got episode 106, Instruments. Then we got vocalist, guitarist, bass, guitar, drums. And it's really interesting, this show, one of my favourites. And then one very dear to my heart is episode 125. Which was mine and the late DJ JT's last ever podcast together. And this show was called Rewind and Replay 22. So it was me and JT looking back over the last year. Now yeah, that's what's coming up in the next few weeks. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. And uh, enjoy going back through the archives. Then yeah, the next few weeks gonna be doing the archive, so enjoy those. And then I'll be back uh, into the th- into the third year. Well, I'm more like fourth year about to stand down, so it's part of it. Yeah, exciting stuff. There's gonna be loads of our shows to come after that. So all that's left to say is I've been DJ Choppers, I'm now signing off. And this has been a Bastard production on RSS, SoundCloud, Deezer and Apple Podcasts on your smartphone and your smart speaker. Whatever you choose to listen, anytime, anywhere. So, now one song to play is out and I've gone with On Days Like These. Right, Matt Monroe. What a great song this is and yeah, beautiful song, so enjoy this. And take care, and I'll see you in a few weeks, guys. Enjoy. As I recall the many things 
we left unsaid It's on days like these that I remember Singing songs and drinking wine While your eyes played games with mine On days like these I wonder what became of you Maybe today you're singing songs with someone new I'd like to think you're walking by those willow trees Remembering the love we knew on days like these It's on days like these that I remember Singing songs and drinking wine While your eyes played games with mine On days like these I wonder what became of you Maybe today you're singing songs with someone new Questi giorni quando vieni il bel sole La 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 You now listen to the sounds of JT on Bounce FM. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Never to be forgotten, forever associated with Bounce FM. Love you, mate. Bounce FM, where you can hang all your problems on a peg at the door. Bounce FM, really, it's your head. Bounce FM, 